Well, hello there, Courtney. How are you? I'm fantastic. Yourself? I am doing very well. Um, awesome. I'm excited about this call today because you have a resume as long as the year. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, the reason I say that is because we all know we're here at the end of 2020. And it, it is one of those years that has gone on forever and ever yeah. and ever. Uh, but you're, you're, you are the highlight of this year. And wow. so uh, let me tell our audience a little bit, get them prepared, because they are going to need to be prepared after you get a chance to meet Mr. Courtney Logan. Uh, so let me tell you guys a little bit about what we got going on. This is Robin Mansell with Trade All Markets. And I am very excited about the speaker that I'm bringing to you because he's not just a speaker, he's an educator, he is a influencer, um, a motivator, humanitarian, he is all of that, okay? So this is a great, I wanna say add-on to the end of the year to help get everybody inspired about what you can do and what you can become. And so um, having, let me give you guys a little, a little information about Courtney, because we're going to, he's got a lot to talk about today. And so you are going to meet Courtney R. Logan Esquire. Let's don't forget the Esquire part. <laughs> so, <laughs> Courtney is known as the US 30 King. Don't worry if you don't know what that means. You're going to know. Um, he began trading Forex and eventually left a high profile attorney position to pursue trading full time. And a lot of people that listen in, that is really what they want to do. We all aspire to have that happen in our lives. Uh, Courtney is the founder of the Powerhouse NFP, which is a totally free Facebook group featuring unprecedented amount of free trading instruction. I'm telling you, he's he, he trying to help you here. Okay, he's trying to help you. <laughs> and he now runs the US 30 Academy, which specializes in trading the US 30 index and continues to accept students in his mentoring program, RFX. Wolfpack. So everybody, let me introduce you uh, out of St. Louis. We yeah. are going to introduce you to uh, Mr. Logan. How are you today, Mr. Logan? I am fantastic, Robin. Thank you for having me here. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I got my notepad. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm awesome. going to learn some things. And so um, what I want you to do is um, let's talk about your humble beginnings. Let's talk about that part, which you didn't say very humble for very long because I did a little research on you and I see that you were uh, part of the nominated or actually um, you were one of the 30 under 30 in your area. Is that correct? That is right. Yes, ma'am. I was. So you've been doing, you've been, you've been, it, it would appear that you've been a high achiever for some time. So why don't you take us back a little bit and you go back how far you choose to um, tell us a little bit about where you, um, if that's where you have sure. always called home or how you got the desire. Was it your parents? Why don't you give us a little bit of your family background? 
Sure. So um, I'm born and raised in East St. Louis, Illinois. Uh, I tell people, I tell my friends and I, I tell people that I meet, I'm, I'm from the bottom of the barrel where the drugs got mixed. Um, my mom was a drug addict. My dad was an alcoholic. Um, grew up in an abusive home, been through foster care myself. Uh, thank God for grandmothers. My grandmother kind of rescued us from foster care. Um, just just a very tumultuous upbringing overall. Um, but there was always, you know, the aunts that were there to to kind of support me along the way. You know, school was kind of my refuge throughout my my childhood years. And um, luck, luckily for me and I'm thankful for all of those that kind of had their hand in my development, um, I, I made it I made it out. And I, I don't really like saying that because there is a lot of people like me that, quote unquote, make it out. Um, but I did because I, I do have friends that I grew up with that didn't survive, that didn't make it. Um, and I'm grateful to be where I am. But, you know, school has kind of been was at least at that point of my life, my saving grace. Right. It was the teachers. It was the sports and the activities. It was all of those wonderful things that kind of saved me from my home environment, saved me for my community environment and kind of kept me on a straight and narrow and focus. And I just fell in love with school and. Um, I feel I, I find myself to be the intellectual even now, you know, and even in the markets, um, I'm really, really fascinated with um, how the market moves, the underpinnings of, of how this thing actually works and operates. So my approach to it, not just from a trading perspective, but even from a teaching perspective is maybe a little more deeper and maybe a little different than others. Um, but I think it's just it just fits who I am as a person. Well, um, that, that is a very moving, um, story, uh, because I did not know that was part of your humble beginnings. I didn't know, um, that you came from, you know, that type of, a uh, of a situation growing up. Yeah. And I think you're to be applauded. There's a lot to be said for you coming out of that situation as you did. And, and I think it's important to talk about it, Courtney, because it is inspiring to others. Yeah. It is not only is it inspiring, but it also speaks to the power of what a person can do. It's not where you came from, right? right. It's not about where you came from. It is about what you were able to turn that tragedy into. Right. And so my question is, did you have siblings or are you an only child? No, I, I do have siblings. Um, I have sisters and brothers, younger and older, um, that that um, still around. Uh, one of my brothers was was murdered in 1997. It's kind of a part of, you know, my childhood experience as well. And mm -hmm. um, just just street violence, drugs, gangs, that type of thing. Uh, but but yeah, I do have siblings. They're well, they're 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 successful and living life <laughs> just like mm -hmm. like all the rest of us. So I'm not I'm not an only child. I I um yeah, it's 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 been an interesting ride overall. So what do you what do you uh, I know you said that school was your refuge, but is what was it for you? What was that moment where you knew you wanted different than what you saw? It's it's I, I, I think that's a very interesting question because it's it's hard to really pinpoint a moment. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think it was more for me um, the condition itself shaped me into what I am today. And I don't even say who I say what I am because I'm very resilient. And mm -hmm. I don't know at what point it actually clicked to me 
that I was going to do the opposite of everything that I saw. Right. It happened at a young age. I can't recall which age, but that's what mm-hmm. happened. I said, OK, I'm not going to be I'm not going to drink alcohol or get be an alcoholic because when dad gets drunk, he beats mom. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be I'm not going to do drugs because when mom do drugs, she leaves for weeks at a time and she's not here or she's locked up behind bars and I have to kiss the two glass. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a drug dealer because my brothers are drug dealers. One is dead and one has gone to jail for a long time. And, you know, the police come knock your door down and put guns in your face um, because it happened when I was 10. Right. So it, it's kind of like the negative, my negative environment, right. Helps shape my positive motivation. It was more so I didn't have the positive examples like immediately in front of me per se, mm-hmm. but I had all the negative examples in front of me. And I saw the results of those negative actions and behaviors and said, I didn't want that to be me. So by me doing the opposite of what I saw, right, I was able to shape something positive and productive. That is powerful because it's just as important to know what you don't want in your life right. to know what you do want. And, and I'm reminded of, I was watching the, um, I think they were interviewing, um, oh, what's his name? Fernandez, the, the, the football player that, that, you know, killed himself, got accused of murder. Right. Um, and he, his brother, they asked his brother, cause his brother's an outstanding citizen, you know, family man, the whole thing. And they asked his brother, well, they both had an abusive father and they said, what, why did you turn out like you did? And I've never forgot this. He said, because I knew, I, I knew I didn't want my life to look like that. Right. Whereas. The other, you know, there's two sides to it. Somebody, one person says, because of that, I had to do better. And then another person will say, because of that, I did worse. No, it's true. It's very true. Yeah. You know, I had an opportunity to interview um, my brother, who's who's very successful now. He's a chef and he does really well. He's independent all those wonderful things. And I asked him when I was writing my book, the question was, if you can go back to your 18 year old self, you know, before the drug dealing, you know, before going to penitentiary, all of these wonderful things, what would you have wonderful as in, you know, not, not great. Right. Like what, Mm -hmm. what could you tell yourself, your 18 year old self that will make you make a different decision? And, 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 and what he told me literally brought me to tears. This is what he said. He said, if somebody would have just told me about college, he said, I would have went. He said, I didn't know what I didn't know what it was. I'm talking about this is a guy, straight A's, very intelligent, very smart, right? Had the capacity to be very, very successful in corporate America, right? Before the streets got a hold to him. And he said, mm-hmm. nobody ever told him about college at all. Never even had an utter of a word of school or college. And he was the oldest, right? So dad was working, mom was working, nobody was available to really wrap wrap their arms around him and cultivate him so he had no guidance and that lack of guidance right the streets guided him instead yeah you know um you know i know we're t- we're going to get into the the gut of what you do but i think who you are uh sets the tone for what it is that you do because you're 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 uh, what you do what people are going to hear about is is extremely powerful but i think the man the the struggle, like your book, um, My Escape, you guys has a book called My Escape from Poverty, the pit from poverty, poverty's right. pit. Let me say it correctly. Yeah, shaped by fire. Shaped by fire. 
my escape from poverty's pit. And now you guys got a chance to hear about that a little bit. So it, it should really inspire you to want to really read um, the book because we kind of set that up for you. You, you understand where he, he came from, where Courtney came from, uh, what he was dealing with. And so it will, it will mean a lot more to you when you actually read the book. And so I think that's so important what you said, um, Courtney, about lack of information, um, access to information and guidance. And I remember, um, I remember hearing um, Nipsey Hussle say that mm -hmm. about when he went to Africa, his father's from Africa. When he went there, it changed his life wow. because he didn't know. He was in South Central LA growing up around gang life but when he went to his father's homeland, he got a chance to see something different. So what you are saying is so powerful because access to information lets you know you have options. That's exactly right. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. And, and so that's a perfect segue into talking about what you do because you do some incredible things. But, but I, I, I can't miss, I don't want to miss, I, I want you guys to hear some, because when we talk about resilience and we talk about, this is exactly who Courtney is. You guys have to hear this because he's been a city manager, um, an adjunct professor for school of law. Um, he is a dynamic speaker. He's been on the debate team. So remind me <laughs> not to, because I like to debate. So just remind me, Courtney. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, as I said earlier, 30 under 30. Um, and so there are a lot of pieces here to Courtney, but what I want you to talk about for everybody, Courtney, is I want you to tell everybody, how does an attorney, how does a lawyer, <laughs> especially a lawyer on your level? Cause I think you told me you almost, you were about to be a judge, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Turn on the judgeship. So how did this happen, this whole financial education industry? How, did, how does a man with your type of credentials go from what many people would see as, I mean, that's the standard to become a judge, like to go to that level, yeah. to an industry that a lot of people are skeptical about? Yeah, um, well, if, if, if I told you it was my plan, um, I would definitely be lying to you. I, I promise um, none of this is in my plan. And the more I think about that, the more I understand that I'm actually in God's plan, right? Because they say the, the quickest way to make God smile is to tell him your plans for your life. I was working my plan in law. Like that was that was my plan. I had won four national debate championships in undergrad, which was a segue to law school. I won a national title in law school, which was a great segue into the legal profession. Great, had great opportunities working for a federal judge and U.S. attorney's office. I was literally plotting my course to what I ultimately saw myself on the bench or as or in politics. And I was literally building a path there. That was all I, I thought about. That was what I was doing. That's what I was working. And, and, and the plan was working. So my last job, I was a corporate attorney and I was vice president, chief legal officer for a multimillion dollar um, law enforcement technology company. Um, and while working in that capacity, uh, one of my fraternity brothers, I'm a Kappa, by the way. One of my fraternity brothers, uh, one plug, plug to all the noobs. Um, one of my fraternity brothers 
um, told me about this trading stuff. I, I, I saw him on social media posting about it, had no idea what he was talking about, but I was fascinated. I, it was really, really intriguing at that point, right? I had heard about mm -hmm. markets, didn't know much about markets, uh, but I knew it's something that maybe I should just pause for a minute to see what is this stuff really about. And that's what I did. Um, I took a peek at it. I didn't know much about it. Um, and the more I dug into it, the more and more I kind of just fell in love with this thing. And it was like a love-hate relationship at the beginning. Just like everybody else, I was an utter failure. Like I had blown accounts, I lost a lot of money, but it was kind of like one of those things that just woos you back in, right? You lose the money, you take a break, and then it just woos you back in. And it just kept wooing me back in. But the intellectual piece of me, right, told me, say, listen, if you're going to do this, you have to really, really learn and understand what this is the same way you did with law. And that was always that that had been my approach after that point when I made that, you know, kind of had that self you know, realization that, listen, if this is going to be something that you're going to spend your time and energy on, you need to understand mm -hmm. what you can understand about it. That is what literally launched me you know, into <laughs> a lot of study, <laughs> a lot of, a, a whole yeah. lot of work after that. <laughs> That's pretty powerful. What year was that? Uh, that Courtney? was 2017. What? Yep, 2017. That was 2017. You know, that's around the time I remember, um, First, hearing about this was your what? What was the the market that you went in first? Was yeah, it forex? Course, yeah, it was forex. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, okay. completely forex. Okay. Yeah, it was. And 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 how did you learn? Tell us. Tell us how you were, were yourself taught. Did you take a class? Yeah, yeah no. So so I started in multi level marketing company, just like everybody else. Uh, well, a lot of people these days. Mm -hmm. It's kind of where, where we cut our teeth at. Uh, I started there, and and I, I got as much education as I could. I, I think. I think there's a place for all of these different companies um, in the world. And, and they definitely um, got me intrigued and interested in the markets. And I think after that, I, I just kind of start going out and getting resources, found a mentor. I took some professional trading programs. Um, I heard I, I hold a I hold a sort of a trading certification um, from the London Institute of Banking and Finance. Um, so I've been in multiple different professional level trading courses. Uh, and mm -hmm. I, I think that's when I really, really, really start to gain a clear understanding when I start learning to trade from professionals and not the YouTube guru professionals. I'm talking about the people that ride the train every day, that walk into an office, that sits down at a trading screen every day and trading is their livelihood. Learning from people like that and being in rooms like that really has accelerated my understanding of markets. It has really taken my trading itself to an uh, just an entirely different level of understanding than what I could have done by myself, in my opinion. Wow, that's pretty powerful because it sounds like to me that you took the same approach that you've taken in your in your career, in your life, how you go after something and you um, put 100 yes. percent in. I mean, just based on your background, you have to be that kind of yes, person. That, that's exactly right. I, I think for me, once I made the decision that trading was something that I was going to do, I was all in like my degrees. My degrees are literally stacked up in my basement on a shelf. Like I, my degrees, my <laughs> law licenses, all my certifications for all my law accolades, 
they're not even in my office anymore. Like, because that was the old me, right? The me today is a professional trader. Wow. And, and you know what, I'm so impressed with that because, um, I, it was around 2000, the end of 2016, when I came up with the idea and I started a, a trading company that was just for women and I didn't know anything because my background is more sales. Right. But what I did know, there was a woman, um, who had been trading for 20 years. She'd been a swing trader. She had, uh, she actually ran a network marketing company. That's how I okay. met her. And one of the things that she said to me was that uh, years ago, they, they were not, um, when they were going from paper trading to the internet, she was saying that the brokers were paying for men to come in and take these classes, mm -hmm. right? And she said they were giving them free. She said they were getting it for free. She said, but her, she said she had to pay like 10 grand. Wow. You're talking almost 20 years ago, she had to pay 10 wow. grand because they didn't have the confidence. They thought they'd be wasting their time by letting her come in. She said there was only two women in that entire group. Um, she now lives in one of the richest boroughs in, in uh, New Jersey. Um, and so she, she's a swing trader. I was just totally amazed with the information mm -hmm. because like you said about your brother who didn't know about college, I never heard of right. this before. Never heard of it. Um, so as you as you got into it, um, Courtney, how long before you knew this was something that you could really, really sink your teeth into? You know, uh, probably about a year, I would say. Maybe, maybe, maybe okay. a year into it. Um, I, I think it took me some time. You, you got to think like I was very torn doing this in the first place, right? You know, I wasn't rich, but I was making a, about a quarter of a million dollars a year, you know, really nice benefits package. I mean, I was the chief legal officer, which means I didn't I didn't have a boss like my boss was the CEO of the company. Um, so so life for me and my family, it was already good. And I think, you know, I was very blessed to be in that position um, coming into the markets because it, it kind of allotted me some time to really study. And I, I think I, I try not to, you know, when I look back, I don't take that for granted because it was definitely a gift to me that a lot of traders don't have as far as that time to really sink their mm -hmm. teeth in and study. But I took that that first mm -hmm. that year to really evaluate, you know, can this be something that first replaces my salary? The answer is yes. Um, can this be something mm -hmm. that I would actually enjoy doing? The answer was yes. Um, can this be something that will allow me freedom and flexibility? The answer was yes. Um, and, and it took me some time to really, and, and wait a minute, and can I get it, right? Like, like I think we we bypass, <laughs> we bypass the last part, right? Like we we answered the other questions like, Oh, I can make a lot of money. And I think the, the the people put a period there when it should be a comma, right? I can make a lot of money, <laughs> right? If I could be successful doing it, right? So the, the last part was, okay, can I do this, right? And 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 I yeah. think once I figured out, okay, yeah, I can do this. This is something I can do. Um, I really, really want to do it. I desire to do it. It brings me joy to do it. Uh, I don't feel like I'm working when mm -hmm. I do it. And it was at that point I was like, yeah, this is this is it for me. This is this is I'm all in. I'm all in. I want to go. I want to do nothing else. <laughs> yeah, you you bring up a, a couple of good points, but I want to ask you first because I, I know you um, have a wife yes. and children. 
So during this transition, how'd your wife feel about that? I, I think in the beginning, she thought it was another one of those things. I think a lot of people kind of understand that. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, this is just another one of them things or one of them. And not that I was doing a lot of multi-level marketing stuff, but I was a, I'm an ideas, I'm an ideas person, a creative person. Like I've tried like tech startups. I've, I've done, you know what I mean? Like I've invested in this and, and done that. So I was one of those mm -hmm. types of people because uh, I was, even though I was in corporate America, I was always entrepreneur at heart. and you know, for her, yeah. she, she just saw it as another one of those things that I was going to try out. Um, and I think, you know, once she starts, once she starts seeing me, you know, turn away from law, as in, I don't really want to go to that function because I want to study. I really don't want to travel to go be a part of that thing, you know, that's going to, you know, benefit my law career because I want to get deep into the charts and I want to spend the weekend, you know, reading a book on whatever topic or subject mm -hmm. I was reading. I think once she kind of saw that transition in me, right, because we're not what we say, we're what we do, right? Like I I, that, I tell people that all Ooh. the time. You, you, you can say, you can say everything, but what you do will mm. tell me everything about you, right? Like, what? I'm gonna write that down. Because <laughs> one, one of the first things I ask traders when they come to me for help, I say, well, show me your trading plan. And, and it's it kind of like mm -hmm. silence after that, right? And then I, I then I'll help them try to figure out a template or something. But 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 it's not about what you say; it's about what you do, right? And I think once she start once she starts seeing my actions meet the moment mm -hmm. of trading and match trading and all of my conversation became trading. I think she was like, okay, yeah, this is real. This is something you're really, really into. It ain't just, it's not just a thing anymore. Like you've moved, you've moved mm -hmm. beyond thing territory. You were like, you're, you're sold out. Yeah. right? Like yeah. I was sold out. I was, I was all in. And, and, and you, you were there for, for me, for me, what made me all in was this. And, and I, I say this to my students, in law, I had built my ladder, right? I had built, I had built the ladder from the bottom of the barrel. Not, I mean, just, just from where I come from to be who I was in that moment, right? I had, I had built the mm -hmm. ladder and I had climbed that ladder, right? I was at the pinnacle. I was 33 years old or whatever I was at that point. I'm 34 now. So I was 32, I guess, when I started doing this. Um, and I had climbed mm -hmm. it and I was excited to be at the top of it. But at the same token, Robin, I couldn't give you that ladder. Like I couldn't, I couldn't take my names off my law degree and say, "Here, Robin, take my law degrees, go practice law, right? Make some money for your family too, right?" I, I couldn't do that because it was my ladder. It was my legal law, Courtney Logan's ladder. Everything has my name on it. But what trading trading did mm -hmm. was trading allowed me to be a ladder manufacturer. Uh, trading allowed me to say, you know what, Robin, I see that you don't have a college degree. I see that you had a dead end job. I see that you, you just getting out of jail. I, I see, I see you're coming up and you don't want to be trapped in the nine to five rat race. So you're young and we can help. Here's the ladder. And, and, and this is how you hold that ladder. This is how you climb that ladder. This is how you ensure that you have safety mechanisms in place. So you don't fall off of that ladder. If you want to paint the ladder, go for it. If you want, you know what I mean? Like if, if you need additional support for your ladder, this is how you build it, right? Trading was a vehicle for me to be who I was all of my life anyway, but to more people, not just to myself. And that's where the power, that's where the powerhouse Court. came from. 
Courtney, I am sitting over here. I am shaking my head in agreement and raising my hand. If they could see me like that lady on that mm. meme, because that is powerful what you just said. That is, you got the shift early because a lot of people don't get that that this mm. early. That is, I have heard Ted Turner and um, different people make that switch. Even um, Adriana Huffington, they usually get make that shift much older. The shift where I care about other people. Mm. Um, and you and you and your partners, you know, I, I can 100% say that you guys have that. You got it early. You really did. Because it is not something you it, 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 there's an unselfishness about that. You know, there's, because um, we live in a, you know, we live in, everybody knows, we live in this world where everybody's about themselves. But for you to be able, and that analogy that you gave of the ladder, ah, that is huge. This is the power of what you're saying. I hope people really hear what you said, because even when we talk about, you know, me asking you about what your wife thought about it, you have being able to do this gives you more freedom to have more sure. time with your family. It's, it's, right? Because I am sure that they were getting those hours <laughs> out of you. They, 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 they want what they pay for, I promise. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and, and some exactly more right. too, right? <laughs> so it is wonderful. I mean, this is this is great. I, I want people to really hear this because you really have covered the spectrum of literally everything a person can think about, can be about. And then, so here we are. So let, let's, let's get to this part where you now not only see this as a way to take care of your family, but now that quickly you see a way to empower others. And you mentioned a lot of, you know, uh, different people who probably feel like they don't have those options. So why don't you talk about when you knew it was time for you to start, you know, giving back in this I, way? I, I, I think we, we are who we are, regardless of what profession we find ourselves in. And um, mm -hmm. for, for me, um, that that level of service has always been in me. Right. Because what we don't talk about, I left the law firm to be city manager to go back and help my hometown community um, out of law school. I had a I had a seventy thousand dollar job offer and I took a twenty thousand dollar pay cut in order to go be a prosecutor to work in my home over my home county. Right. Like I've when I look back, I've always made those sacrifices for the greater good of the whole and to help people. So for me. Trading was no difference than what I always have done. I found a way to ensure everybody was taken care of or what I could do in my capacity. Um, so when I was, you know, I left the multi-level marketing company, I created the Powerhouse, um, which is a non-for-profit. It's a legal non-for-profit organization um, that's dedicated to training. Right. And, and that's where I really started talking to people about trading. It was via the Powerhouse. And what I thought was, OK, there's a lot of information on the Internet. How about we curate some of that information, all, all of that content 
Right. And we I put people together that actually has a heart for people that want to train and help other people. Like it was really that simple to me. I just wanted to create a place where people can share what they know and people that didn't know can come and get that knowledge. And maybe we all can help one another. That was it. It really wasn't anything mm-hmm. bigger than a decision. And before I knew it, you know, we, we we've grown it to almost 30,000 people. It started off with 10. It started off with 10 people. Wow. Right. Like. Um, and it was just mm-hmm. like I did trainings for free. I had other people like Jamar and Zia and, you know, um, other trainers that, that have come along the way all come give free value and free content for just because we want to help. Like it's no like really no strings attached. We just mm-hmm. wanted to give back. And Rob and I've learned just from from all of this time, the principles, the pr- principles of sowing, reaping, they do work. If you sow into people's lives, it will come back to you. 15, 20, a thousand fold. It has always been that way for me. I believe information is free. I think cultivation okay. cost, right? We'll talk about that too. I think information is free. I don't have a problem giving information. My, my students will tell you, I could be in class teaching a concept and I'll go Facebook live right after class and teach the entire concept that they just paid for. And I tell them, listen, mm-hmm. you don't pay me for information. You pay me for me. You pay me for cultivation. That is the difference, right? But the information is free. Everybody's entitled to it, in my opinion. Oh, that's an excellent uh, point, Courtney, because um, something else that you said, you said, can I do it? And I think that this is a major question that, um, as you said, a lot of people are not thinking about Mm. this question. I think there is a certain psychology and a certain even personality to not to say that you know, someone can't do it, but what I mean, like you said, can I do it? And that question has to come yep. really from you. Yeah, no, it, it, right. I think I think I, it's the most important question that even people that call themselves traders today need to still ask themselves because they have not been honest with themselves. The reality is everybody wasn't built to be a heart surgeon. Everybody's not built to be a police officer. Everybody's yep. not built to be a firefighter. Everybody's not meant to, meant to be a plumber. Everybody's not built to be an electrician. Like, and, and everybody would agree with that premise, right? If, if you ask that question, everybody would say, yeah, you're right. But when you say mm-hmm. traitor, right, there is, this, there is this state of denial that exists mm-hmm. that everybody can be a traitor, even though everybody can't be a heart surgeon or everybody can't. Does that make sense? Like, like it seems like when it, when it comes oh, to right. a limitless market, because it's limitless and there's so much opportunity, everybody wants to create themselves to be the mold of something that actually works successfully in this market. And I just don't think it's true. It's not. <sighs> it's not true. Trading is not for everybody. Let me go on the record right here, right now. Trade all markets. Everybody is not built to be a trader. Now, the discovery process of whether or not that's for you or not, right, needs to be a thorough process so you can answer that question correctly. Do you have the right mentor or you're in the right programs or you're in the right environment? Do you have the right information? Because I think some people have pawned off that they're not for trading that really were, but they never found themselves in the right room. And some people, <laughs> some people are pawning themselves off as traders and they don't, they don't suppose mm-hmm. to be in a room and they're really missing their destiny and purpose by pursuing a path that might be a dead end for them as well. Go ahead, Courtney. I am taking notes. I hope people are their destiny and purpose. 
I want to talk about that part because um, I just had a conversation. That's why I wrote down when you said, can I do it? Because we got to stop. We got to stop um, hyping people up. Plain and simple. We got to stop doing that. We need to have an honest talk to people. And it, some of the world of personal development and um, think and grow rich, the concepts of, of these things are good. But sometimes, like you said, the evaluation is you're going down perhaps the, a path that really was not your it hurts, purpose that hurts them you like know, think about think about the 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 realism you have to have when you look in the mirror and say i know i tried it just didn't work out and it's really not mm -hmm. for me and i think I think given that trading has been sold to people on the premise that it is the, the mm -hmm. next savior and it is the, 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 the key to unlock your, your hopes and wildest desires. I think it's so hard for people to say, well, that promise is not for me when it may not be for them. It's so hard mm -hmm. to do that. It's easy to say, yeah, I don't want to go to school to be a lawyer. And I don't want to be, I don't want to go to school and study to be a heart doctor. Right. But I can pick my phone up and have access to the markets. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's tough. I mean, I, I, so, so let me, let me add that realism too. Right. It is tough to have that conversation yeah. and come to such conclusion. But I think once people make the decision to either be a trader or not be a trader, and it's the right decision. Only when it's the right decision does the right thing happen. Well, you you may um, not know this, Courtney, but I I have a private group, and inside of that group, I do private mentoring calls with them. And one of the first things that I ask them is, "What do you want your life to look like?" I first want to know what do you envision that that is. And then we break it down, like literally break it down piece by piece. You know how they say you tear it. it all down to build it back up. And I, I literally told someone the other day who was who had taken some courses before they were on their, I think, third course now. And I said, stop it. Stop. Do not purchase mm. another course. I said, do not, please don't buy another course. Tell me about you. Let me, let me, let me talk to you. Let, tell, tell me, I want to hear about you. And we ended up putting her, it was like, this is what you do without mm -hmm. even thinking. And she had this talent, but she was doing exactly what you said. She was thinking, wow. but I should be able to do this. And there is a, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's, it's even hard to articulate, uh, Courtney, because there is a thin line between squashing someone's dreams oh, and telling yeah. them the <laughs> truth. Very tough. Very tough. Right? And I have, I have three sons. And so right. who knows right. them better than I, right? <laughs> Don't tell them that. Though. I have three. <laughs> Well, I know, I know, because they're male children. So we already know how that goes. I got that. Um, my oldest son, I remember in high school telling his counselor, he should just, he needs to either be a lawyer or a politician. Those are the two things that that child right. needs to be. Right. And um, I knew he could be a great trader. 
I knew it from my experience in there at the time. I'm like this childhood, my middle child, eh, that is not going to work for him. <laughs> There's no way he is not. This is not going to work for him. Period. Okay, my youngest child. Not right now, maybe when a level of certain right. maturity happens, but he he has a hard time finishing basic stuff. So, but I knew out of the three of them, and you know, some people may hear that because we're so used to the whole right. participation trophy, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. kind of, you know, everybody that wins, is, right? We, everybody we're wins. so busy. Yeah, everybody. And guess what? Everybody is not prepared or built to do everything. And, and it's like they want us to tell people like this whole thing. Of, you can do anything no, you true. want. No, you can't. No, 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 you can't. And it's not out of, you know, as they say, being a hater or it is that we need to have a very honest yes. self-assessment and conversation. So that's why. Um, I really love that you said that because this is the conversation yeah, everybody avoids. Uh, and, and you know what? I think it it's it's not sexy and it doesn't sell sell stuff, right? Like it's not sexy to tell somebody, yeah, you shouldn't, you you <laughs> shouldn't, because you know that's that that ain't gonna keep people coming back, right? But 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 I I I understand this, <laughs> right? Because if I could find the people that are truly built for this, right, I'm gonna have more success with those people. Mm -hmm. Than I am for the, with the people that's just out here willy nilly just trying stuff, because those people that are built for it, yes. as a mentor, right, makes my job a lot easier when they find me, because I have the people that have the skill mm -hmm. that that have the characteristics that are patient that has the discipline, right? That's all in. They're gonna do what you ask them to do. That's gonna my likelihood of getting that person results for the same amount of money. It's going to be five to 10 times better than the person that ain't even supposed to be here in the first place. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't want everybody's money. That's the reality. You don't. And it's not even so much the money. It's that people don't realize I'm, it's your time because time is more it. valuable like, like than it's, money. It's, it is the, it is the most valuable asset that we have. It's taken away every day. Literally. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And and so why don't you tell us what would um since since we kind of you know delve deep into that who is the person give us the profile of the person that is best suited to come and be trained by Courtney? I consider my program the Yale and Harvard of of education right because I believe it's education and when I say education my students read about 1,200 pages before they ever sit in a class with me. Education. Um, I I'm looking for Ooh, okay. I'm looking for the professional. Um, I'm looking I'm looking for people that really really mm -hmm. want to understand what the market is, why it moves. Um, if you're afraid of reading, if you're if you're afraid of studying, um, I'm not for you. I'm just I'm just not for. Every, if you're looking for instantaneous results, I'm not for you. I'm looking to teach people. Mm -hmm not how to just fish, but how to build the fishing pole, if that makes sense. Right. I, I want you to, build, I, want, I want you to understand how to construct the pole. So when you go fishing and the pole breaks, you know how to fix it. Right. Not that you just know how to cast a line. Right. But if, cause if you don't know how to fix the pole, now you got to drive back to the store. You got to wait for somebody else to fix it for you. 
I'm looking for people that really, really want to be self-sufficient, independent, um, that want to look at a chart and make independent trading decisions, regardless of what <laughs> what month it is, what season it is, uh, what markets, you know, what Forex pair it is. I want you to be able to look at that chart, digest that chart and make a decision. And sometimes the best decision sometimes is not to trade. Um, I'm looking for people that really, mm -hmm. really want to go deep in their understanding so they can have a greater level of confidence. I believe that we should know what we can, what we can know and control what we can control because there's a lot of things in the markets that we do not control. And I'm OK with that. As long as I don't sacrifice the things mm -hmm. that I can know, I'm not good with that because I think that's just intellectually lazy. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing that you're saying, because um, I, I know that this is not being done everywhere um, because one right. size does not fit all. And we love to say that, but it's not true. It's just not true. And what I love about this call and listening to the way you um, look at the markets is that you are looking at it from a standpoint of I give my best, you're being very selective, which I think is a great thing to be, is you're being selective and you're letting them know right right away, this right. may not be a fit for you. No, that's, that's, with me. that's absolutely correct. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, and so so tell ahead, me a little bit about- No, no, no. I, I, go I, ahead. I, go I ahead, think- what, what I'm trying to do or intended to do, I'm trying to create one of the strongest trading rooms in existence. And I have no problem saying that because that is my intent. Mm. And I think in order for us to really understand um, what we should do now is to also understand where we're going. Everything I do in my life at this point is very intentional. Um, and, and that also includes the people I mm. want around me. Right. Because I, I think I think people people mm. don't understand on the outside. Right. That that who I spend mm -hmm. my time with is valuable, right? You should, you should evaluate, you should always <laughs> evaluate who you spend your time with. But I think a lot of people on the customer side, when it comes to this trading and education thing, they think since they have the money, right, their mm -hmm. time is all of a sudden, you know, worth your time. And I don't think that's necessarily true. For me, those energies have to match. You have to be the type of person that I believe will add value to my room, right? Not just be in my room. Right. Like I'm not yep. looking for people to just say this, 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 this will sum it up. There's nowhere for you to pay to be an RFX online. You can't even there's no pay button anywhere. <laughs> like, there's no link anywhere where you can just pay and be a part of it because we're not looking for everybody. Right. My interviewing process, you have to apply. Mm -hmm. You have to take five assessments and I have double blind interviews. And, and people inside of the program have to wow. give me the yes, this is a person that fits what we're doing here. Let that person in. Does that make sense? Like we want mm -hmm. we want people inside of our room. Right. That's going to come in, learn. I, we're not expecting everybody to come knowing everything. We have people we have programs for people that know anything at all. We have an incubator program where we take people off the street that knows mm -hmm. nothing. You don't have to know anything. But you have to fit in the same way you would interview for a job, the same way a corporation is just not going to take you off the street just because you might have a resume. We feel the same way. Right. Because everything we do is intentional and on purpose. Mm -hmm. And if we let you in our room. Right. We're making a promise or a dedication to you that we're going to give you everything that we have in order to make sure you're successful. And that means you're a part of our family. It's not just a 
company and it's not just a build yeah. business. I'm building culture. And I believe culture will outlast companies and businesses every day of the week. That culture will always, always exist. Every day. Mm -hmm. You're talking about the difference. I heard this described before the difference between exactly hiring right. a cook and hiring <laughs> a chef. That's exactly right. It's true. Right? Somebody can cook you up a meal. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm going to lay it all out for mm -hmm. you. Right. And I'm, that's what I'm looking for in the RFX program. Now, for those on the outside, right, that don't really want to take the deeper dive, that just want to get some level of understanding, but they might want to go deeper. I, that's what the US 30 Academy mm -hmm. is for. That's my evergreen program that a person can pay for. It's kind mm -hmm. of self-paced, self self-study. Um, that's a US 30 Academy. Uh, that's the US 30 Academy. It's online. Um, but so for a person that just wants some level of that, but they ain't trying to read 1,200 pages. <laughs> They don't, they don't want to, they, okay. they, they okay. they, or they're not ready to yet, right? Maybe they feel uncomfortable doing that level of work or their schedules do not permit it yet, but they want to start, right? That's what the US 30 Academy is for. But, but you know what? Again, this is so enlightening. And I hope people really, you, you know, take something from this because this isn't just about trading what Courtney's talking about. Look, my brother is a retired captain for the yeah. L.A. County Fire Department, okay? Not, I, I'm not running into a building putting out a, a, that's on fire. It's not for everybody. Like you said, it is, it takes a special individual to run into a fire, a building that's on fire. And that, it, it, we got to stop saying anybody can do anything. This is a disservice to us and our authenticity and our finding our purpose. I, 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 there's no way in the world. I, I, I don't know where my brother got that from. <laughs> he no. ain't, he ain't, you don't do that for the money. You do not run into a burning building for money. There's, there's not enough and, money and in the at world. At the same token, you know, everybody's um, not doing air. So, like my barber, I, I can't be a barber. Like my, my right. I can't, I don't know how they keep their hands steady like that. Right. Like, and I think we can look at an entire yeah. spectrum, you know, cause it's not just about the doctor and the lawyer, right. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot of other traits too that exist. I would never be an electrician. Like I, I just don't ever think I can be that comfortable with electricity. Right. Like, but everybody, everybody wants to be a trader. Everybody's a trader. Me though. too. Everybody's, everybody's a master trader. Yeah. Every time I, I hear that, I feel it's such a disservice. And like I said, I, I like that we've gone deeper into this because you're not, no. um, you're not selling hype about anything. You're saying, no, this is what it takes to be in, in your, and to be a part of your program, this is what it's going to take. And you have some criteria. And I think it's important that people, um, this goes yeah. so much deeper than trading. And I think that people really don't feel like a failure because something isn't suited to you. It just isn't suited yeah. to your personality. That's all. It just isn't. It, it's okay that, I mean, I, I literally had to tell this woman, I said, you probably are a long-term uh, stock. Right. You, you probably just should buy and hold. Based, based on what you're telling me, based on the psychology of what I'm hearing from you, 
And I'm not a therapist, but sometimes I feel like I'm an entrepreneur therapist or something like that. Right? And I said, I think you should just you should just learn about stocks and then purchase some and, you know, pick about five or 10 and then just, you know, dollar cost average or something. Just buy buy some stocks and and that'll be your investing. What what, what people need to understand is this, Robin. There is liberty and truth. Like when, when you own your truth, you actually mm. free yourselves of the things that's, that's stopping you from being authentic, authentically yourself, right? And and that includes our that includes our profession, mm-hmm. that includes our relationships mm-hmm. with people, that includes our business endeavor endeavors, our our prof- everything. When, when we when we actually follow truth. Ooh. We find liberty. That's when stress disappears. Everybody's not made for volatility. Some people are. <laughs> some people aren't. Everybody's not made for volatility. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Like, like some people need to just they just build a portfolio and let the thing work for them. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why we have financial advisors right. and all these other people out here to, to that study to do this, right? Um, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that in my opinion nothing at all it, it isn't we need to it's so funny that you and I are having this conversation now because it's been a concern of mine the last few days in particular um, because of um, this tendency to tell people what their life should look like and that's the reason that I ask people what do you envision your life looking like um, for me it was I walked out of corporate America 30 years ago because I just, I did not like being told what time to come. I just didn't like it. So it didn't suit me. And what I find people doing to other people is almost like, it's almost like you feel like the pressure, like the pressure and the stress, like you said, of trying to be something you're not. And I look, I have, like I told you, I have a brother that does this. I have a brother that's a dean at the university. For me, I would feel smothered. I, I, I felt smothered. This is why I walked out of there. But we all have our, they're valuable. We don't want to say that, you know, this isn't or this is. I think, I think when we can get people to really do what you said, the, the liberty and truth, if you can Instead of telling people how their life should look, right. why don't we just ask them, <laughs> are <real>. they happy? <laughs> right. Right. Are you happy? Does this work for you? Maybe I don't want to do what everybody else does. And this is this is so oh, the way the, the world works. And, and, and to have this call with you, and I mean, I know what you do, but you do so much more than yeah. what's written on paper, Courtney. You do so much more. I hope that people listen to this call and are inspired by who you are and what you can help them get in their life if it is the right fit. uh, This one thing I'll say about trading. I I think trading has is is one of the biggest personal personal development tools that exist because the markets are going to show you who you are. They're going to reveal to, they're going to reveal to you your inadequacies mm. and there's nothing you can do about it because there's so much lack of control that exists because we don't move the market. We don't control the market. 
it's going to reveal if you're greedy or not. The people that think they're not greedy, when you come to a limitless market where you can make your salary in an hour, you'll find out whether or not you're greedy or not. You'll be able to test. You'll be able to test your discipline and your patience, right? When you're down two, three hundred dollars, um, or you're up, you know, two thousand, you know, trying to go for that extra ten to fifteen dollars. There's no other place in existence that will test you like this market does. But at the same token, the beauty of it is there's no other place that can grow you like being in these markets the right way can actually grow you. Because once you reveal those inadequacies, because we all have them, we all have our vices and you know all of these negative things that, that mm-hmm. we have to deal with in our lives. See, I believe we can't separate the person from the trader, right? The, 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 the people we are when we step away from the screen out there, um, when, when we're at the restaurant or with our families and with our friends, we bring that with us to trading. And while we try to mask it, the market just continues, continuously reveals that person back to mm-hmm. us over and over and over again. And it forces us, right, with financial uh. penalties, it forces us to either grow the freak up or it's going to take everything from you, right? The market will punish you in ways your family can't, in ways your spouse can't, in ways your boss want to but can't, your coworkers might want to but can't, the pastor wants to spank you <laughs> and it can't, the market will wipe you out. In a second, in a moment's notice, it will take everything for you from you for being undisciplined, impatient, greedy, all of these things. So so growing in markets, those people that want to grow in markets actually allows you to grow in life, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I, that, that's what I've learned from this call. One hundred percent. That's what I've learned. And. Now, what, what I want you to do in, in closing, um, Courtney, what I want you to do is I want you to tell us when, when everything lines up and when, when people get this, when they, you know, obviously through a lot of mentorship and, and personal development that you do with people, when all of this lines up and you have that right, you know how they say when the, the, a uh, student is ready, the teacher will appear. When you have that, tell us some success stories of your students, because I don't think people, so people hear the money and, you know, yeah, that sounds, and, and, and some MLM is responsible for, you know, just throwing out money and telling people they can do this. This is, you, you dispel a lot of myths about what trading really is about. So once things are lined up correctly, tell us some success stories so that people know, because I hear a lot of people, they want to say, oh, people can't trade and that doesn't happen. But why don't you tell us some of your success stories that you've had tell, and, and give some figures if, you, if you'd like. Tell people how much money you have seen people um, yeah, ten, that you've seen people thousands, legitimately right? make like, trading. I, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, you know, numbers are good. Um, the numbers are good, right? But for me, it's about the consistency, right? Be- because I-, I fell into the traps, yeah. in my opinion, in the beginning of of seeing numbers from people, but but what we don't see is the losses. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we would see people that would hit it out the park and knock it out the park, and yeah. you know they'll show the big numbers, but what they won't tell us is how much they lost, um, and and, and if they're actually still down, even though they mm-hmm. showed you to win, right? Um. But for me, it's about building yep. those independent, successful traders. Right? Some people want some people that that want to quit their jobs. Mm-hmm. I work towards that. 
right? The people that want to look at the screen, make those independent decisions um, and want to be full-time professional traders. That's what I'm working on. Um, working on some other stuff that I, that I can't even talk about just yet that mm -hmm. I'm excited to share later um, as far in, in the realm of, of prop firms and those types of things, mm -hmm. but um, just building those successful traders and um, yeah, great students along the way. Yeah, that's perfect because Again, I think when people figure out what they want their life to look like, my, my aunt told me years ago, one person can make $100,000 and be broke and somebody else with $50,000 can do better. So it really depends on how you want, what you want your, your life to look like. Correct. And yeah, are and, you willing to do the work? Definitely work. <laughs> and so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, work. Definitely. I think a lot of people. So I like that you do that, Courtney. I like that you um, you give people something to excel toward. Um, you don't make it seem like it's just going to be uh, a piece of cake. You, you let them know what is involved, because I really believe that people right. need to. What do they say? Get in where you fit in. And. Um, doing a personality profile of yourself and knowing yourself um, stops us from making yeah. a lot of wrong moves. And yeah, so you do a lot. So, so I, I really want to thank you, but what I'd like you to do for us is just tell us how, um, go ahead and tell people how they can mm -hmm. get in touch with you, where they need to look, uh, I'm going to, you know, obviously I'm going to be sharing a lot of that, but I want people to, to hear it from, from sure. you. So, what, um, well, how do they follow start me on Facebook at US 30 King, also on Instagram at US 30 King as well. Um, or look me up, Courtney R. Logan on um, Facebook and social media. Uh, I'm sure, um, you know, Robin will share the links to the US 30 Academy. And um, typically we, we only have so many classes per year in my RFX mentorship program. But if you're looking for the deep dive, you're, you're maybe you're a new person and you want that live instruction, that's going to be the RFX mentorship program. Um, and there's levels of that program. The intro level is the RFX incubator program and the, the higher level, um, which is the year long mentorship with me is the RFX Wolfpack program. So um, a lot of different options there, but um, if you're really, really serious about trading, because those are the only people we're looking for, um, come come talk to me. And also, I I almost forgot you and your partners, who I've also interviewed, um, have these. Yeah, retreats. first of all, you let me let me thank bit, um, Zia please? for making this connection. Um, really appreciate her phenomenal, phenomenal individual and trader and um, Jamar for just being um, a confidant to myself and um, just a just a really brief story. I know you've interviewed Jamar, too. And um, Jamar is the reason that I, I created a mentorship program based on some mm -hmm. mentorship he gave me. Um, so, you know, I tell people all the time, your your room and your friends and environment is so important. Um, so now we do um, the trading rehab podcast. Um, and we do trading rehab retreats. So this is where we get entrepreneurs together, traders together, um, people from different walks of life and professions. And we get together, and we mastermind and we talk about not just trading, but we talk about investing business opportunities. And there's a lot of networking 
um, that goes along with that as well. Um, we do that a couple times a year. Our next one coming up um, is in February in Orlando, which we're really, really excited about. We just did one in San Diego. Um, so we we cover a array of topics from personal development, trading, asset protection. Um, we put those professionals in a room in order to assist and aid people um, in those desired areas. So that's what we're doing. We're really excited about it. Uh, more importantly, just excited about the collective impact that we're making um, on the space itself and bringing some realism to trading, um, not the glitz, the glamour, but but some real, real hard talk, you know, uh, with people. Yeah, you 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 um, are doing an amazing job, all three of you. And one of the things I hope people pick up because we do see often uh, people kind of grasping at straws and that inner circle and finding the right people. And I think that is what you have all done by working together because you do realize that one size does not fit all. And it's very unselfish of you to work together in because your heart is really in the right place about helping people. And you realize is that well, this may not be for this person. So I have my partners over here. But when you guys come together, like you said, collectively, the power, the strength, the example that you guys set. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, we got two kings yeah, no and a queen. That's what we got, right? And you, um, you, you got somebody in the 20s, somebody in their 30s, and somebody in their 30s. You, uh, I am. I'm really, really happy to be able to share with the world what you you guys do. You don't. You don't need to look any further. You do not need to look any further. You can find what you need from this amazing, um, powerful uh, partnership that you see with Courtney, Jamar, and Zia. Um, they. I, I have not seen anything like this and I'm a little bit older than everybody. So I've seen lots of stuff. So, <laughs> so this is good. So I just want to thank you for being on the call, Courtney. Um, and uh, everybody that's listening, you have the information. I'll make sure that you guys get it. And look, 2020 has been what it is. It is what it is. Uh, you have the opportunity to um, step up into 2021. And these are the right people to be able to help you develop what you want your life to look like. Thank you so much for being on another call of Trade All Markets. And we look forward to speaking with you again. You and me. Courtney, again, thank you so much for being our guest. All right, you guys have, have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.